Welcome to Magnum. She wrote, my name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my dope of a husband, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? I'm well. <laughs> you know, I'm doing pretty good. Are you? I am. This is a Magnum Pie season finale. Which means we've only got like three or four more episodes left. We have two more episodes uh-huh. of, based on our new timeline. Yes. We have two more episodes. We're going to do the crossover episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought the crossover episode was two episodes of Magnum, is it not? No, it's one episode of Murder, she wrote, and one episode of Magnum. Oh, okay. So we only have two more Magnums after this? Two yes! more Magnums. Yes! Sweet freedom. Oh, if you guys haven't realized, I'm not a fan of Magnum Pie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really glad we are knocking this off. Knocking it off the list, yeah. <laughs> no, I just like, the other day you come up to me and you're like, what if we... <laughs> Just skip to the end. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyway, this episode specifically is Magnum PI's finale, season one finale. Season one finale. Entitled called... Beauty Knows No Pain! Beauty Knows No Pain! Beauty Knows No Pain! You are so psyched. I like it. What, you don't want this energy all the time? <laughs> That's kind of crazy. I'll, I'll drop it. I'll drop no, the I like energy. The, no, I like yeah. the energy. I like it. You might need to run an Iron Man. You never know. I'm pumped. <laughs> and uh, this was released April 16th, 1981. Still before I was born. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. The song, uh, number one song was Your Kiss is on my list. By you know, your kiss, Your Kiss. It can't resist. Okay. Oh, wow. I kind of went. I, I'm sorry, guys. You went pitchy? I, I was a little pitchy there. <laughs> I was a little pitchy. Well, everybody knows who listens to this show that we are excellent singers. <laughs> yes. We have oh, proven it beyond people, a doubt. People are like, why don't these we people are have operatic. record contracts? <laughs> I don't know. Hello? Uh, and then, um, sorry, I was trying to do a Ringo, and I usually can do it in this yeah. one moment. Yeah. The number one movie. You sounded like Ringo was drowning. He's being sat on by an elephant. <laughs> Who's this? Is Ringo drowning? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're terrible. <laughs> uh, the number one movie, the reason why I was trying to do it, a Ringo impression. Okay. Was that uh, the number one movie? Nope. Was, nope, you've missed it again. I got it this time. I Do got you? it this time. No, I don't think was so. Was Caveman starting. Start, start, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Is Caveman starring Ringo Starr? He met his wife, Barbara Bach, there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a terrible movie. I bet. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's like no. From what I've heard of it, Caveman Ringo Starr, I'm done. <laughs> Back off, Boogaloo. <laughs> no, it, well, no, I think there's like no real dialogue in it. It's literally, it's literally like, oog, 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 and og. Oh my God, no way. Yeah, and I remember flipping through the channels as a child and mm-hmm. it was on. Oh God. And I I say a child, I don't know. I was old enough to know who the Beatles were. Mm. So, probably. 12? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Know, something <laughs> like that. And I remember there was like some scene and like there was like bird poop or something what and they're like arguing of it and like Ringo's like call call like and like that was like the joke like oh, it was like it's caca and it was like wow wow and i and then i went Bloop. wait that was a top movie <laughs> that was the top movie in 1981 but... from the box office yeah from theaters yes so this no, so number one tv show magnum pi <laughs> number one movie Caveman, yeah. number one song, you know, Paula Notes, I'm glad we do not live <laughs> in 1981. <laughs> Sensing a dreadful pattern here. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, and all these people are in charge of everything now. Yeah, they're all these in charge now. These people with no taste. No taste are in charge of everything now, yeah. I kind of uh, like Paula Notes, though. Well. <laughs> we'll work on that, honey. Well, let's see how DVD Connoisseur is. I'm sure he's Oh, here. yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> DVD Connoisseur. He says uh, he entitled uh, his review, mm-hmm. A Fun Episode for the Season Finale. Really fun? I thought it was fun. Did you? I didn't think it was Did not you? fun. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Uh, he says, finishing the first season with an amusing tale, this is a satisfying episode. No, it's not. You don't think it's satisfying? No. 
<laughs> I was not satisfied. Well, okay, it's satisfied, uh, satisfying in the way that this is the last, last. of the season. <laughs> but you didn't think everything else about it was satisfying? No. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I'm not going to read that part. Okay. <laughs> he says there's a lot of good humor in the cast are on top form. What? I actually did laugh a few times in this episode. What? You were there. You know I, I wasn't laughed. paying attention. You th- I was eating my hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't expect you to pay attention to the show. <laughs> but I expect you to pay attention to me. What did you think? I was just laughing over, like, giggling in the corner. Like, I didn't hear you laughing <laughs> or giggling. Oh, really? No, I, there, was a couple, there was a couple good zingers. Oh, yeah? Yeah, cool. Good japes. <laughs> Some good goofs. Some good goofs. Okay. Um, this is this was surprising to me. This mm-hmm. is the trivia, and uh, well, this... we'll do the trivia, and then you can do the summation. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, the trivia. Well, there's two trivias. One was like our our boy Ski. Yeah. Was the guy doing the voiceover announcements? Uh, really? And, yeah, and I was like, screw him. What? Because we don't even know who he is. We, don't, <laughs> we think it's two different people. <laughs> so I don't, I don't trust this. I trivia. don't trust the trivia. Yeah. But the one that I this was surprising to me. Mm-hmm. This episode is the first time Magnum is seen wearing his signature Detroit Tigers cap. Really? He wore a generic Tigers cap a few prior episodes. Hmm. He actually first wore the D Detroit Tigers ball cap in episodes one through three China Doll. Wait, so that's his signature Tigers cap then. So what's the difference? I don't know. Did this review just, uh, did this trivia just say, like, this is the first time he did it, except for those other three times yes, he did it? Yes, yes, I think this is exactly <laughs> what the trivia just said. Way to go, IMDb. You never cease to amaze. Wow. Okay. Do your summation, honey. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, I'm getting into it. Yeah. A woman from... <laughs> yeah. You no, want to do no, it? No, it's okay. You can go. Okay. Well, you always, like, lip read with me. Do I? Like you're saying And I whisper it behind you, a woman from beyond. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what you whisper in my ear as I'm sleeping. A woman from Bayonne, New Jersey, Bayonne, (laughs) hires Magnum for one day, which is not true. No. To find her fiance. Wow, maybe they should have put in. Fiance? I think I said fiance. Should I take that? No, you you said fiance. Okay, okay. Fiance. Fiance. (laughs) And they didn't even mention the marathon. Yeah, that's Which I feel like is a bigger plot point. Even the finding of her husband. Even the client is like, let me train you for this Iron Man competition. (laughs) Your husband could die. I think you need to do this Iron Man first. I think you need to train more. So okay, so th- okay. Well, let me let me get started here. You want to get started? <laughs> yeah, because I know Let's you've got basically started. the same line, except mine was I hate his so-called insightful voiceovers. <laughs> right. Well, because this one, it was like Hawaii is like a woman. Sometimes she's passionate and rough. Other times she's peaceful and beautiful. Sometimes she's submissive and coy. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes she's dominating and dangerous. It's like, what the H are you talking Give about? Me a moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be in the tidal pool getting closer to Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> You're the one who brought it on with that I, oh, yeah thing. I was saying, yeah, like, no, oh, no, yeah. No, it was all you. It, I said, it was all, you oh, led yeah. me in that direction. I was just following your lead, man. I'm like, Hawaii, I'm submissive. Like a, you're nothing but a lemming. <laughs> Did you know that lemmings jumping off cliffs isn't true? That no, they was, don't. It came from a documentary back in the day, and uh, when the lemmings didn't jump off the cliff, yeah. the filmmakers threw them off. What? Are you kidding me? No. What? Why on earth would they do that? These people are making decisions about our world. <laughs> oh, my God. Just saying. Oh, wow. Okay. So... So after his insightful voiceover. He jogs straight to the bar. Yep. Goes to the King K Club. I don't recognize this outside bar. Is I don't either. One? This is a little tiki shack we, on the we, beach we've somehow. We've skipped a couple episodes. But like. Is, <laughs> we've only skipped two. How much can the King K Club change? It's like almost like Rick has lost his job and is now just like a bar back. <laughs> Like, like, what is he doing? He owns the, or not yeah. own it, but he, he's yeah. the manager of the King K Club. And now he's like, here's your beer. Yeah. Was, Here you go, sir. Let me, let me open that for you. Tick tock. Oh my God. Tock, that opening of the beer tock. scene. 
This happens later on, guys. It literally takes a minute because he's like, let me get that for you. He grabs a beer. He walks to the back of the room, then walks all the way forward. Nothing else is happening at this time. And the director's just like, keep rolling. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. And then he finally gets the the cap off the bottle, Mm -hmm. and it literally takes him a really long time to do this. (laughs) He's like real time. And he's having a hard time getting that thing off. It's like, yo, Larry Minetti, you need some help over there, pal. (laughs) Or director. Have the beer already open and just be like, here you go, Mags. Yeah. Wow. We need to see it. No, we need all 52 minutes of glory. Well, and that's something I should say about this episode. We've had padded out episodes before. Oh, yeah. But this one Mm. is padded out. For sure. This is crazy. But anyway, back to the show. Mags jogs (laughs) up to the bar. T-Copter is there. He's complaining that his island hopper's business, his uh, helicopter business, is not doing too well. Probably because he drops every client on the drop of a hat just so long as to take care of Magnum, yeah. And Magnum is, like, trying to improve his jogging time or his running time. Mm -hmm. And, like, this is really confusing because it seems like he's training for an Ironman contest. Yeah. Because he's trying to beat his time because he's even, like, Oh, that was soft sand over I guess there. If he I was enjoys a... competing against himself. himself. Yeah. Yeah. And he says he jogs eight miles a day, and he does it in 56 minutes. That's impressive. That's pretty good. That is impressive. That ain't jogging. That's running. That's running. Yeah, that's yeah, full on running. That's full on running. Yeah. Jog is like three to four to five. In an hour, I would say four to five. Yeah. You know? Running is like six and higher. Yeah. 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 So he's doing pretty good, and that's important for this episode. Yeah. Extremely important. Extremely important because then TC gets all pervy on him and starts checking him he's out. Like checking his he's love like handles feeling and his stuff. like pecs and like yeah. his his butt. He like gently pats his butt a little bit. He's like checking his haunches yeah. and his teeth. Just yeah. Like. It's like nice, nice games. Yeah. I was like, everyone's being super weirdly supportive of Magnum. Yeah. And like T-copter. Being like, no, you can you can do this Iron Man marathon. And what's crazy, okay, we're going to get into, the, I, I, I want to just talk about the Iron Man Okay, this is much. basically all we're going to talk about. I mean, there's a little bit of a thing, but. It, well, Who really cares? But what's crazy to me <laughs> about the Iron Man contest, everybody wants Magnum to do this. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Including Robin Masters and Higgins. Higgins, Higgins wants him Higgins to do it. wants him to do it because he just wants to see him suffer. I don't know, though. Yes, it is, because it's five miles of swimming. It's 26 miles of running. It's 100 miles of biking. Dude, you should be dead at the end of this. He even tells a story about the first marathon. He's like, and the person died. And he died. Good luck. (laughs) There's a story in there somewhere. Well, yeah, the guy died. Don't do it. Higgins was like Hermione with head trauma today. Oh, my God. He just kept (laughs) spouting nonsensical facts. Sometimes that weren't even related to anything They were just non sequiturs. Like, that's what I'm talking about with the padding of the episode. There's like this whole scene where he's in a garden just naming the plants. Just naming plants. Like, literally, like, if you took a left. Oh, Bromeliad Octori. There's plot going on over here. Look here, a palm tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look over here, a fern. Hmm, Fascinating. Mm. Fascinating. I'm like, Let's whoa. Let's walk slowly and be quiet. And another fern. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thing with Magnum. Okay. I'm not going to take anything away from Tom Selleck. Okay. He is in good shape. Yes. Yes, he he's is. He's in very good shape. Yes. He takes care of himself. Yes. I don't know if he's in good shape that, like, I would put money on him to win an Iron Man. I wanna, I'd, I'd go for your, your thicker bound people. There either were people your, he was competing either, about. Either your thicker ones or your extremely wiry ones. Right. Opposite ends of the spectrum there, they've got insane endurance. Right. If you're looking kind of normal in, like, the muscle department, you ain't going to win this. No, no. Like, he's so resistant to it. I thought mm-hmm. an Iron Man contest killed his mother at some point. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, no, never. There's a black sacrament held <laughs> during the Iron it. Man. And I'm like, <laughs> is anyone really expecting you to win? Like, just do it. It's yeah, like, just do it. Why not? Just do it. Just do it. See if you can. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and every, but the thing is, that's not what people want. Like, mm. if you run a marathon, half marathon, Iron mm-hmm. Man, whatever, mm-hmm. people take pride in just completing it. Yes. It's not about winning necessarily. No, it's not. It is definitely you're not about just completing it. You're, but, I mean, like, you take pride. That's why all these people, when you go to Publix and Kroger, have the little, like, 13.1. Yeah. On, you know, they, 
I don't think they won. No. <laughs> but they no, we do, we do charity runs. That doesn't mean we win. Yeah. No, we do them because they're fun and we enjoy completing them and yeah. we're able to, you know, make some money for charity. It's great. Yeah. And You're they, not expecting us to actually win. And they give us a little grab bag of stuff. Yeah, and you get these fun little, like, light-up glow rings and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But they expect him to not just enter it. No, but, but to, to win, win it. it. Yeah. And that's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> and especially because I'm like, okay, I can buy Tom Selleck is in good shape. Right. But this is weird. Mm. I don't think Magnum's in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> Magnum drinks a lot of beer. He does drink a lot of yeah. beer, but he is swimming a lot. Well, is it flat beer? Because we know flat, <laughs> flat beer, beer is medicinal. <laughs> flat beer is medicinal, so <laughs> there you go. One thing this uh, episode does answer mm-hmm. is... A woman shows up, and she says, I knew I'd find you here because I called your number, and your answering machine said you'd be here. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, he really does have messages like, wow. if I'm not at home, I'll be at the King K Club. Oh, man. Just getting my perv on. <laughs> yeah. I'll either be flirting with people or drinking. That's what I'm going to be doing. There's going to be two dudes with me. <laughs> and she says that her Fiance. Yes. Fiance. Mm-hmm. Fiance. Has disappeared. Mm-hmm. She's from Bayonne. Mm-hmm. She only has enough money to pay Magnum for one day. One day. He has that, to find her lost fiance in 24 hours. And knowing his fees, like how much, like that can't be a lot of money. Uh, I think it's 200 a day. I, I think. think it is too. I think you yeah. did say it was like 200 day, a day. So she has $200. So I don't know how she's affording even staying in Hawaii at this Well, point. she said she had sold everything, liquidated everything. Oh, okay. And that is all she can afford for I was him. thinking, I must have been thinking about the Iron Man contest. I think you were. So, yeah. So, okay. So all she has is enough is for one day. Mm-hmm. And again, T-Copter and Rick. Start dying laughing. No, they don't. No, they don't at all. Yes, they do. They are encouraging of it. Oh, that's right. In this episode, yes. In this episode, <laughs> Wait, yes. You're thinking of four episodes ago I am. with the horse. I am. Written by the same guy, by the way. Oh. And, you, and, it, and it shows. And it shows. <laughs> but the virgin episode. But yeah. like, but like. <laughs> the infamous virgin episode. Yeah, I just want to clarify. Mm-hmm. It's this episode is written by the same guy. But yeah, no. In that episode, they laughed at him for Well, hours they still laughed end. at him because um she went alphabetically looking for a Right, that's where uh, the, private She detective. was looking for a private investigator. Because they were still making fun of him until she was like, "This is all the money I have. Won't you help me?" And then they gave and him they're puppy like, dog eyes. Yeah, they give him puppy dog eyes like, "Yeah, you should help you, her. Why Max, aren't you going to help her?" Max, this is what you do. You help people. <laughs> And I'm like, you guys are ripping on him all the mm-hmm. time for being poor yeah. or whatever. And Mags doesn't want to take it because he says that no private... There's no way you can guarantee results in 24 hours. In 24 hours. hours. But my thing is, much like the Iron Man, who says you have to have results? I mean, like, <laughs> you can hire well, me for a day. Well, because he guarantees I, results, apparently. Apparently he does. That is what, it, what well, his no, motto she said, is. And she said that's what all the other uh, private investigators said, they, why they wouldn't take it, because they're, they're like, I can't do it for $200 yeah. and, yeah. you know, whatever. But to me, I'm like, no one said I had to get them. Like, I can work on it for you for a day. Maybe we can get a little closer. But you're still going to pay me for my day's work, whether we find them or not. I have a question for you. Uh-oh. And this just came to me. Uh-oh. Why did he choose to be a private investigator? Did we ever get that backstory? Well, so women would be grateful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he... Maybe it's in the two episodes we skipped. I, no, I, think I don't it, think so. Honestly, I think... I don't know that we ever got a Because how do you go from leaving the military to being like, I want to be a PI? I think with Magnum, like, we have to infer... What a lot, and maybe okay. it gets answered in seasons and episodes. We're not going to watch, but my <laughs> but my suspicion is he liked the action of being in a military. He liked because he was in mm-hmm. the uh, like the CIA of the right, Navy, right. so he was like in special intelligence of mm-hmm. the Navy. He liked th- that aspect of it. But didn't like the rules. He didn't like the rules, man. He can li- be tied down. So he doesn't want to be. Rules a, so he doesn't want to be a police officer. Okay. He doesn't want to have to wear a uniform. He just wants to go do his thing. Okay. And strut his stuff. And strut his stuff. Okay. And swim in the tide pool, getting close to Hawaii. Yeah, and get to like. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, get, right. Getting close to. Oh yeah. Getting real close to Hawaii. Oh yeah. Poor Hawaii. But um, Hawaii didn't ask for this. <laughs> so because I guess they're low on funds. Uh, they hop on a bus. 
Yes, because he doesn't anything. have the car, and neither of them have money, really. Why doesn't he have the car? Is it... Because, I don't know, but he has to ask Higgins for the car. He asked so that for... means in a previous episode, something happened that we missed. Oh, boo-hoo. But Higgins even says to him when he asks for the car, he's like, you're asking for the car? And he's mm. like, well, I'm only asking because I need the car dropped off. Ah. So, so, wait, did he run to the King K Club? Yeah, I think he You know ran. what? That's probably what happened, yeah. And then they just went from there. But the times are all messed up in this episode. So I guess he brought a change of clothes then, because how is he in new clothes? Because he was just jogging in his like tank and tighties. I saw you noticing. Oh, I always (laughs) notice tighties. Yeah. 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 (laughs) No, but yeah, I guess he must have had a change of clothes. Maybe he leaves a change of clothes at the King Cake. He's there every day. Well, you know what? He probably does. He's probably got a toothbrush there too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they're close. All of them are very close. Rick's giving him a drawer at this point. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just kind of weird. But yeah, like I I, I think they went. I think he literally went from there. Because she's like, I have 24 hours. Oh, right. That's so he went from there to the pool hall, riding a bus. They were being tailed yeah. by a horrible person who does not know how to tail. Yeah, because he, he's like, um, you can always tell when someone's trying to tail you when you're on a bus. Because His the bus, bus is, is so slow. slow. And stops and every if, five feet. Yeah, and if someone yeah. is actually like following you in a bus, then they're following you. So yeah. they go to a pool hall because her fiancé <laughs> was a professional pool player? No, he was really good at it. Okay, so she was like, so yeah. she just like was like, I guess that's where he'd be. Is hanging out in pool. I halls. mean, the whole episode, she's always withholding information from Magnum that she yeah. like unveils to Higgins, which or something. is weird because she has no reason to withhold information. She has no reason to, and he. It's not like she's being evasive. It's like not like in some episodes. I feel like someone's like, "Well, you never asked me mm-hmm. that." He will flat out ask her, "Do you have a picture of this man?" And she'll say, "No." Yeah. And then, like, later on, she's like, here it is. Here's a picture of this man. And I get what's kind of going on there, but... No, that's just the author being like, I have zero respect for women. They're they're dumb, even when she, trying yeah, to find Yeah, people. she's just supposed to be flighty, I yeah. think, and kind of scatterbrained. Which is ridiculous, because she's an excellent physical fitness trainer. That's her, that's her job. And they are not flighty. No. No. So, yeah. So, they're being followed. He notices it, and he's like... Should I tell her that I noticed that she's being followed? Would, or am I being she, so paranoid? Would, wouldn't she be so thrilled to know that I was doing my job? Yes, yeah, yeah. like, no, I'm paying you to do your job, do your so jo- do your job. I, I, sure, please, do your job. Please do your job. So I go to this pool hall. I'm not going to be grateful regardless. And they are literally <laughs> just going to every pool hall in Hawaii. Yep. So they end up at this pool hall. He's not But there. why did she tell him uh, that her fiancé has two gold teeth? Okay, that... Yeah, so when he asks for a photo, she goes through this whole long story about how he was, like, in a car accident or something and knocked his front right. teeth out. And then he had a friend who was a dentist who got him a deal on false teeth, and they're, like, weird Yeah, but he teeth. doesn't have gold teeth. No, it's, it turns the out... The bad so, guy has gold teeth. So why did she say that her fiancé has gold teeth? Because she's trying, actually, to find those guys. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I okay. mean, like... Okay. And I'm not watching the episode again. To God, get, me either. I mean, I just, <laughs> she says at one point, she or he clarifies, he's like, so you really wanted me to find these people, not your husband. Oh, okay. And she's like, well, those people are trying to find my husband, so maybe I figured if we find them, we could find him. But then they think that those are the bad guys, so I don't know why they would want to find the bad guys. Yeah, and, and, oh. and if he does run into, and if he does run into him, he's going to be like, hey, you're Roger, and the guy is going to be like, why are you looking for Roger? I got a gun on you now. Like, it's just kind of like, it's just bad news bears for him. Yeah, no matter doesn't what you make look any at sense. It. What else we learned about Roger is he's really good with tropical plants. Yeah. So she figures he'll thrive in Hawaii. And, and anyway, so they're in this pool hall. Mm-hmm. And he says he only has 24 hours left. And mm-hmm. then he looks at a clock and it's 3.30. And he says, oh, 23 mm-hmm. hours. But I'm like... When you got back from your dumb run this morning, there was a whole scene about him asking Rick what time it was. He's like, what time is it, Rick? Right. God, what time is it, Rick? And Rick is like, uh, the tone will be 1126. <laughs> so what the hell were they doing for four hours? Why wasn't he on the case right away? I guess that's when he was changing. Well, I guess lunch. it takes him four hours to change because, as we know, it takes you day to night to drive right. from the Robin Masters estate to the King K Club. <laughs> right. We learned this in the pilot episode. Yeah. So, I mean, if he, she's paid for 24 hours, that means he wasn't officially on the clock until 2.30. Okay. So I guess that's, I guess he showered, shaved, you know, got dressed. And then drove lunch, back there so they could drove, ride the ba- bus? 
Well, I still think he has his clothes at the King K Club. I'm pretty well, sure but how true. did he get back to the King K Club? He never left the King K Club. He just okay. So see, oh I oh was, oh, I see what you're saying. So he just stayed there to shower and change. Right, 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 right. Gotcha. Right. Okay. But okay. I guess he was ethical not enough not to be like, I'm not putting you on the clock at 11:30. I'm gonna do all this other stuff first, <laughs> and then I'll put you on the clock at 2:30. We'll okay. ride a bus for an hour. Okay. And then I'll call Higgins for the Ferrari. Okay. And then we'll like cruise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And then, okay, so then they're at the pool hall. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we had a weird moment here. This is where I, this is why I thought he was, like, a pool shark. Because <laughs> she says she need like, in Bayonne, women 20s and their 30s, they learn what their husbands do for a living. Which makes no sense. Like, so if I'm a doctor, like, <laughs> you're going to, like, start reading medical journals? Yes, and surgical diaries, so we can have a conversation, case, I guess. In case anything ever happens to me and you need to perform this. Open heart surgery. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> They're just looking for doctor, whatever the last name yeah, is. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Okay, the author. I mean, I understand. Being, of this episode. The, the writer. author. author. Yes, the writer of this episode and the writer of the infamous Virgin episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has no idea what women are, right? I don't think so. I don't think he knows what women are, what they do, what we even look like. Well, no, I'm pretty sure he knows what you look like. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But, (laughs) yeah, I don't understand. Like, I understand, like, taking an interest in what your your significant other is into. Like, of course. Mm -hmm. But, like, I would never pretend to be a cover artist. Right. You know, like, like I know what you do and I understand mm-hmm. the the mechanics of it, but right. I can't do it. Right. Well, I did try to teach you to do it. Yeah, that was because I needed some help. And that was not good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you were very complicated. I'm a, I'm a complicated boy. <laughs> so what they do while they're waiting for. So he calls, like we said, he calls Hugs. Mm-hmm. Hugs is going to drop off the fryer. Hugs thinks this is hilarious. Yes. And why is he laughing at that? Everybody's because, laughing like, at everything. Again, making fun of Magnum for weird stuff, like riding a bus. Yeah, yeah. Why are you making fun of somebody for that? Okay, look, I know on this podcast we do not have a good history with public transportation. <laughs> no, we're terrible. But I would never laugh at someone for taking a bus. Yeah, me either. Like, like he, why are you making fun of someone for doing that? He literally is about to pee himself with laughter. <laughs> Because he thinks it's so freaking funny. And yeah, so, like, like, well, how else are you supposed to get around? I mean, like, you know how much Magnum makes. He doesn't make a lot of money, right? so sometimes that's the way it's got to be. While they're waiting for the Ferrari drop-off, though, mm-hmm. they decide to play pool. And I missed that they were actually playing for... Yeah, they thing. were playing for extra hours. And it turns out that Barb, she's actually really good at pool. She wins the game. She, like, runs the table. Yeah. And that was an extra day. So that makes an extra day on her case, yeah. Yeah. Then we also see that the person following them, mm-hmm. he, like, there's a little cutscene to him, and he smiles, and he has gold teeth. So you're yes. thinking, so Roger is, is the following, following them. them. Yeah. Why is Roger her following Her fiancé is following her. Yeah. But no, you'd be wrong. You'd be very wrong. You'd be very wrong. And and the guy with the gold teeth is following them is not the same guy as the guy in a blue sedan who's been following their bus. Right. This is like two sets. There are two, two separate- sets. Following entities them. following yes. them. Mm-hmm. So as soon as he gets into the Ferrari, the, a guy in a blue sedan starts following. He mm-hmm. loses him, but then immediately gets caught because yeah. he stops for gas. He like does this like crazy like. No, because he wanted this guy to follow him. Right? Did, why? Why? But then he tries to lose him because he runs a stop sign. Cause... Because he wanted to make sure this guy was following them. Okay. So then they stop for gas, and then the guy sees mm-hmm. him, slams on his brakes, pulls yeah. in. And that way Magnum can pull this a fun little prank. Yeah, this little prank, this little goof. Ugh. So he tells Barbara, like, uh, I'm going to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and in two minutes you need to go to the bathroom, too. She's like, no, I don't have to go. He's like, just do it. No, no I don't have to go. you're going to say you need to go to the bathroom. No, no you're gonna I don't say, have to go. And, and both of us were like, just say what's going on. Just be like, I think we're being followed, and I need to make sure that uh, we stop the follower. The only <laughs> the only reason why I could think that he wouldn't just say that mm-hmm. is... Not to give the game away, because she might freak out. She might freak out. All right. But, on the other hand, she's holding a lot of information from him. Even in, mm-hmm. in that situation where he's the private investigator and she's the client, mm-hmm. I feel like if he's... He's very much, like, being 
obvious of what he wants her to do. Right. It's like, yeah, yeah I get you don't have to go to the bathroom. You're going to go to the bathroom. Right. And it's like, oh, he's up to something. I should just do it. And then eventually she does, but it's just crazy. Like, No, she only does it because reluctantly. Yeah, she doesn't even think there's a plan behind it. She just goes, okay. I guess so. I'm just a dumb, submissive Whatever. woman. Whatever. Whatever. So the guy in the blue sedan, I don't even know what he's doing. He get he He's pretending that he's getting air put in his tires. Mm-hmm. Magnum goes to the bathroom. Barbara goes to the bathroom. Then he goes over and, like, walks over to the car. I guess because he thinks they might be running away. They're going to leave their Ferrari. He's an idiot. Yeah, everybody is a freaking idiot. Yeah. And then he, like, sees them coming back. And then, of course, Magnum didn't actually go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he sees, like, Barbara coming back. So then he, like, sidles back over to his car. Mm-hmm. Does not notice. The that... huge, enormous red jack that has his car <laughs> jacked up. It's like, it looks like a pallet. Yeah. Like, like... a pallet jack. And, like, somehow... Uh... Magnum rolled this heavy thing. Mm-hmm. And if you ever rolled a pallet jack, those things are loud as F. Yes. And, like, not even in his peripheral nope. vision did nope. he see a guy being like, <laughs> ching, 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 like pumping, pumping up the jack. <laughs> <laughs> they get back in the car and he waves at the guy because he's got to be a little snot. Yeah, because he's a snot. And the guy gives him a whole oh boy. And then he steps on the gas and he can't wah. drive because he's on this jack. Yeah. On the other hand, he could have just lost him because he's in a freaking Ferrari. Yeah, he could have just driven faster than 35. Like, again, none of this is necessary for this no, show at no. all. Mm-mm. Next scene, we are in Thomas's abode. Mm-hmm. And, man, TC is just slathering some mayonnaise. Oh, it's so uh, gross. And it was like making the grossest sounds. It was, a, it yeah, was the, splurching. The spl- there was a splurge. It was like... <laughs> Good Foley. Good Foley. That's good audio. Right? right? Yeah. People are going to love listening like, to that. But then what was weird, too, is he had this, like, loosey-goosey lettuce leaves. There was just uh, loose <laughs> lettuce leaves just sitting in the fridge. Just loosies. And he's like, oh, good. A single-serve lettuce. <laughs> and, then he's like, and then he's like, a single bologna. Oh, look at it. He doubles up his lettuce. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's some organization on Thomas's part. <laughs> I mean, I guess they Unless were... Higgins comes in and organizes his refrigerator, <laughs> sets out all of his deli meat and lettuces, and be like, this is for one sandwich. I wish this is for Tuesday's sandwich. <laughs> There's no way Hugs is doing that. No, there's no way anybody is doing that. But I, I think that's just poor th- director. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was just to make it economical, yeah. like he's making a sandwich. Yeah. But it's like it just looks so dumb because he reaches in and he pulls out a single yeah. leaf of lettuce. Well, the director on this one wasn't that great because again, the beer bottle scene. <laughs> we we needed loja in here to tighten oh, it up. <laughs> <laughs> so and even this director tries to like put in some like hula babes. Yeah. You know, who are doing dancing the hula. And still, he does a terrible job at it. I'm like, come on. You can perv up on those girls a little bit better than that. Right. I have seen other Magnum episodes. Uh, yeah. I know how you guys can perv. They can perv this on guy, anything. This director was just like barely even kind of yeah. concentrating not, on them. Not even... They're not even like centered, <laughs> but they're trying to be centered. <laughs> but it's terrible. Yeah. Because yeah. even TC, they make a point of TC staring at the dancing girls. Yeah. Yeah, while, while Magnum's coming in at the marathon yeah. at the end. But you don't really get these hula girls. I feel like that's a missed opportunity. I know. It's like those are one of those opportunities where it's like, yeah, you can be a little bit, you can show a little bit more of that, I suppose. We're at a beach and like that's. Well, no, this is Magnum. They perv out on this stuff. Right. That's I'm, what saying I'm saying it just doesn't I'm fit saying... within the context of Magnum. Yeah, it's weird to not. Why do were it? they kind of ignoring them? But know. having them in peripheral, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, if and if there's ever a time to yes. do it, it's at the beach yes. where people are in like bikinis and stuff. And the hula is fun to watch. Yeah, and it's fun, just fun to watch. Yeah, and it's just flavor mm-hmm. for Hawaii. Cultural. Yeah, but uh, it's Magnum. They don't like culture either. No, not so really. there you go. So TC, you know. I think I'd be weird if there was a man in my house, even if it was a close friend, <laughs> with his shirt buttoned over, open to his navel, making a sandwich, and then as using as, up all my mayonnaise. Using, oh, that's so much. Mayonnaise. That was so much mayonnaise. That was an obscene amount of mayonnaise. <laughs> um, he says, "Checking over Mags like a horse again." Yeah. And he's like, "You really need to. You really need to do that, Iron Man." Yeah. He pulls Mags' lip down. Is like, "Yeah, it is tattooed." Okay, good. You're purebred. <laughs> You're purebred. <laughs> and then he kind of says, "It's." In order to save his business. Island Hoppers. He wants to sponsor Magnum. And that way when he wins the Iron Man. Because, again, mm-hmm. none of their plans 
Like, he has to win. He has to win. Like, he they can't even just... called Life magazine at one point to get them to interview him. Because yeah. they, they're so sure Magnum's going to win this. And that was my problem with it. Again, yeah. I don't think he's in bad shape. No. But, like, I don't know shoe in to win an Ironman nope. contest when he's never even run one before yeah. is the type of shape he's in. Exactly. You know? And, but they're just like, no, you got to do it. And if you lose... You did it on purpose. You didn't, you didn't want it enough. Oh, my God. And my business is going to go out of business because of you. Because you couldn't swim five miles, do a marathon, and bike for 100. It's crazy. Yeah, that is an insane marathon. Oh, and, and we're doing it now, but the show, every time they mentioned the Iron Man, yeah. they, they went through all the stages of what an Iron Man yeah. was. It, was yeah. it like a new thing maybe in the 80s where they're, they're trying to Maybe. Like, maybe it was. Maybe it was relatively new that they would be like, because it was weird mm-hmm. the amount of times they were like, it's yeah, this, It's five this, miles of this. swimming, 26 miles <laughs> yeah. of running, and 100 miles of biking. I mean, even the... And I, I don't remember that kind of details. <laughs> yeah, the only reason why we know it is because... They, they keep, said it like 10 times. There was like one point while we were watching this show, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to be on the podcast, so I'm going to have to explain what an Iron Man is. Nope. And I was like, I'm not going to remember this. Nope. Fine. Got it. Nope. Got it. <laughs> got it. Just fine. And, okay, so, oh, and I should mention... Babs is here the whole time, too. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, you know what? I'll be your personal trainer. Well, for me, I was like, why isn't she getting annoyed? Yeah, I would be like, you know what? Stop with this marathon crap. I I need you to find my fiancé. I can only afford to pay you one day. I've earned an extra day. Yeah. I mean, I have 48 hours to find... And you're wasting this time on training for a marathon? Like, maybe you need to focus up on my business because you're my client right now. Exactly. And that is when I started having my little doubts about this whole thing. Okay. And this is where I was thinking, because she's a personal trainer, and then she suddenly is like, Mags is like, I can't win an Ironman. I'm not in that kind of shape. And she's like, well, I could train you. Because you are mediocre and average. Yeah. So I can train you to be better. Yeah, she she goes through Because I run an exercise salon in New Jersey. So this is where my brain, and I think this would have been way more interesting. Of course. Is that Rick and TC had hired this woman (laughs) to pretend to need to find a fiance. Mm Mm-hmm. Knowing that Mags would take it. Right. Because of the way he is. Yeah. And, like, because, like, I was like, well, that explains to me why they were kind of more supportive of him. Right. I mean, they And they wanted him to take this case. Yeah, they, like, never, they always laugh at him for every case. And it feels Mm -hmm. like they would laugh at him for a case where a person can only pay you for one day. Yeah. But, like, they're, like, for some reason, they gave puppy dog eyes on this one. I'm like, oh, this is all con. (laughs) It was just a way to to get her to train. Because then she says, I'll tell you what. Mm Mm-hmm. I will train you mm-hmm. for extra days to find my husband. Exactly. And, and then I'm you're like, th- oh, they're yeah. going to stretch. This guy doesn't exist. And they're then gonna- your theory started getting even prettier. Yeah. And definitely, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely more on point because then she started dropping new hints about the case. Suddenly, yeah. there is a photograph of Roger. Right. Suddenly, oh, they had met in Hawaii before at this chapel. Yeah. It's like Suddenly, it, there's brand new information. But the, but in the meantime, she's like, okay, we got to go swimming today. We got to go jogging. We got to yeah. do this. We so gotta... she's training him. So like, I was like, oh, they're just stretching this mm-hmm. case out long enough that he will be in shape to do this right. Iron Man. Right. That was my theory. But then it didn't explain yeah. why people were actually following. Well, because would... of her exercise salon, it was like 10 days to a better body. Yeah. So she knows how to train fast in a short amount of time. Yeah. So, the, yeah, yeah, again, they specifically hired this woman <laughs> to train him in 10 days. Yeah. But what didn't fit were the tails. Yeah. The people that were actually yeah. following him. And like I was like, well, maybe they're in on it somehow, too. But I was I like, that, that seems like a lot of work. But, like, that seemed way more, like, I think that would have been way more fun. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. And it turns out at the end, it was like, oh, no, this is just to get no, you to win No, he this. just, like, stole the Godfather's money. Yeah, he The stole... U.S. Treasury Department was after them, and a mafia hitman, and yeah. for the bad guys with the gold teeth, they worked for the U.S. Treasury. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It the turns... Beach Boy-looking guy, he was the mafia hitman. Yeah, the, yeah, the guy in the blue sedan that the, he thought he was... The government, the government stewie, yeah. Yeah, but it was, yeah. turns out he was the mob, yeah. and uh, the people with, like, the more frightening-looking people were yeah. actually the, the Treasury Department. So why is the Treasury Department wearing these huge gold teeth? I don't think that's... A, I don't think that's That can't be possibly be attire appropriate. <laughs> because don't you have to have your hair cut, like, a certain way to work yeah. in, like, the, yeah, like, yeah, those yeah. kind of positions? You're the MIB. 
Yeah. 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 yeah you know me. <laughs> yeah. You know me. <laughs> Wait, that's not the song. <laughs> yeah, it is. Does he say? They call us CMIB. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. I think that's OPP. Is that down with OPP? Because you know I am down with OPP. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's a kind of a that's a lot of what's going on. But basically, Roger, her fiance, mm-hmm. was working for a mob boss, mm-hmm. stole two million dollars, stole two million dollars, then felt bad about it, so was going to call the treasury to be like, I want the reward money for where all this money is. But because the statute of limitations of this thievery yeah. was about to run up. Yeah. Right, so he could keep the money, theoretically. Uh, I don't know. That's a bit shady. Oh, no, no, no. I think the $2 million for the initial mob boss... Okay, that's what it is. The yeah. mob mm-hmm. boss, mm-hmm. the statute of limitations is about to run out. Yeah. And if they... So if the Treasury Department doesn't get this money within mm-hmm. a certain amount of time, then it's the mob bosses. Although <laughs> Roger has already stolen the money, mm-hmm. and the Treasury Department's like, well, he stole from a thief. So we're right. not really concerned about that. We'll give him the reward money in if exchange just, for uh, the bigger sum. Because I'm thinking the reward money is what's like, what, 10 grand maybe? It's probably like 10%. Uh, so, uh, like 10%. Well, yes, 200 like, grand, 200 that's 200 a grand. lot. Yeah, that's I would think lot. like yeah. Yeah, some kind of finder's You think it would something. be 10%? I thought it would be 10 grand. Yeah, what happened was when he stole this money, he moved to Hawaii, and then he went and he buried the money mm-hmm. in a garden. Underneath a flower. Underneath a, a, a bougainvillea flower. But for some odd reason, that garden has grown leaps and bounds in one year? In one year. That, he <laughs> said everything has changed in one year. In one year. And I don't... It's the Austin Memorial Gardens, mm. and maybe we should look it up, but why is it never open? Like, they're like, nobody's yeah. ever allowed to go. Nobody, nobody, nobody's, nobody's allowed, allowed to, to go, go there. there. Except during this marathon. Yeah, yeah, this Ironman marathon. And again, I was like, oh, this is all tying into, like, right, why? Right. Like, they hired this person. But yeah, just for this mm-hmm. marathon, it's going to be open. Right. So, I think we summarized a lot of what was yeah, going Yeah, we're, we're like 40 minutes in now. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, they end up finding Roger. Mm-hmm. Roger shaved his mustache. And he's changed his hair. Turns out he does love Barbara. Yes. Very much. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to lose her, but he gets kidnapped by the mob. Yeah. And that's when we find out the treasury guy with the gold teeth is the treasury guy. Yeah. So so she's really upset. Mm-hmm. And he drives her out to a beach to, like, console her, I right. suppose. And he's like, you know, he loves you. <laughs> he wouldn't have gotten in touch with you after he stole the money. Yeah. If he didn't really want you to be there. Right. And she's like... Because all that money could have just bought him a floozy. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and even though he's being held by a mafia hitman right now, mm-hmm. and his life is in danger, she says, Magnum, you need to win that race. Yes. You need to win yes. that race. And, I, yeah. and again, I was like, oh, this I is like, all... Yeah, it, it, I was like, there hired. is a gun pointed at your fiance's head, and you're like... Magnum, you need to win this race. She's like, you know what would make me feel better? If you, if you won win this, this race. race. <laughs> I was like, wow, priorities, woman. Yeah. Priorities. The only one who actually, and, and it's more insane because it's not what I'm thinking. Or not <laughs> yeah. what I thought. Because she really does just doesn't Want him care. to win the race. She just wants him to win the race. And so that means the only person in this movie or mm. uh, show that has <laughs> their, their priorities straight is Magnum. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to solve this case. So that's what they do. They go yeah. to the Iron Man the next day. They yep. forget Roger. They They're forget like, all about Roger, even though he's been kidnapped and there's a gun at his head. Yeah. So it's Speedo Central. I wrote Speedos. <laughs> there's like eight exclamation points. There. How, how did you feel about the Speedo um, whole situation? Well, you know what? I didn't really get a nice view of Magnum's butt. <laughs> I thought they did a pretty good one. Of his well, butt. let me rephrase that. Okay. Nice. His butt isn't as nice as I thought it would be. Oh, really? Yes. He looks better in jeans. He looks much better in jeans. Because he has the tight jeans. Because with those Speedos. Lift and yes, because he kind of has, has a flat butt. Right, right, right. But the jeans sort of like perk up his butt like a woman in heels. Yeah. Sort yeah. of perks up that butt a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. But the Speedos just flatten it. And yeah. I was I was unimpressed with his butt. And again, no fault. Fa- he's in great shape. He's in great shape. I just don't know if he's in Iron Man <laughs> shape. <laughs> so, and so they got like the, the Hawaiian band is like mm-hmm. playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get... Hula dancers are off to the side. Hula, what the hey? Not front and center. What the hey, Magnum? <laughs> what the hey? Straight to hell. Straight to <laughs> And then, and then, mm. TC's like, hey, I know you're really stressed right now. I know we're trying to save this guy's life. Right. But I just want you to know, 
I bet everything I own. <laughs> that you will win this? <laughs> that you will win this. I put up my house for mortgage. I'm like, you people are <laughs> irresponsible. I'm like, is TC, like, does he have a gambling problem that I don't I think about? he does because he is always betting on Magnum or against Magnum. What is the deal with that? No, okay, here's my thing. In previous episodes, they yeah. refused to bet on Magnum winning a rowing race, and which was in... just 10 miles of rowing. Yes. This is an Ironman competition, which is at least 10 times longer. Uh, yeah. It, no, way and, they're, longer, and they're like, way he's, he's going to win. He's going to win. Not only is he going to win, he's going to win really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bet everything I own on him, even uh. though... And that other one where yeah. he lost miserably. Yes. And they won money because they bet against him. Exactly. So this makes no, no sense. sense. The only thing I can think of is like at the time, I think Magnum P.I. was a phenomenon at mm-hmm. the time. And I think a lot of that was due to the sex appeal of Tom Selleck. Oh, okay. Okay. And so I think they were like, no, we got to make him like good at everything. Yeah. I think I've brought it up on the podcast before, but... Like how the Fast and Furious actors have it in their contracts that they can never lose a fight in the Fast and the Furious movies. Which, if you know that, makes those movies extremely boring. Wow. Because yeah, like, that's because extremely you boring. Because in like when you would have a fight between, say, The Rock mm-hmm. and Vin Diesel, yeah. how do you resolve that? Yeah, you don't. Because neither of them are willing, their egos won't allow their wow. character to lose. So I feel like Magnum P.I. is a similar thing where at this point in oh, the season... Man. It was, you know, at this point they knew this. we got a big hit on our hands. We're right. going to probably do a season two. We can't let Magnum lose like this. Wow. He's, he can't be that kind of loser anymore is what I kind oh, of think. Oh, man. I mean, that's the only thing I can guess. Yeah, but the entire reason why the show was successful is because he, he was is a, a loser. loser. Yeah, he's never, again, yeah, they're trying to make this balance of where mm-hmm. he's like, not a loser, but a he savior, is a savior, but a loser. Yeah. No, it doesn't work like that. It's not... It doesn't no. really work like that. No. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I agree. So, and then they're like, and then they're warming him up in a way that I have never been warmed up I don't up know in my what life. they were doing to him. They were smacking him <laughs> and like shaking him. Yeah. And then a hula girl put a lay around his neck and I'm like, I'm about to go swimming, woman. <laughs> Take this lay off. <laughs> Take this lay off. I'm in Speedos. <laughs> yeah. It, it was funny. <laughs> so that I can swim faster. <laughs> it was funny because TC immediately took it off. Yeah. But there was like an actress right next to him that the hula girl like went to yeah. next and put a, uh, and like you could see the extra's face like, what am I? What am I doing with this? What am I doing with this? <laughs> what am I, what's this going to do? <laughs> that person was in character. Like, yeah. I'm here to win a race. <laughs> this lay is going to slow me down. I am specifically here to beat that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet she did. I bet she did because she kept um, coming in ahead of him each uh, each time. Oh, right. Oh, oh right. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. The woman did. So, so he swims across. He swims his five mm-hmm. miles. And he has a complete cave of wonders moment uh, where he's still trying to figure out the case. It's the way yeah. he's trying to take his mind off of, like, the pain of right. the race. So he's thinking about Roger. Yeah, he's thinking about Roger. And, and again, like, I couldn't help but think. I'm like, this is all a trick. This is all a trick. <laughs> Until they actually showed Roger with the mafia guy in the gardens. Right. I was like. Uh, that's when I was finally like, oh, I guess this is oh, real. This is real. <laughs> this, this is the story here. Because he, because oh, okay. even Magnum couldn't figure it out when he right. was like, it doesn't make sense. Like, mm-hmm. if it was the money, then, you know, if he wanted her here, why didn't he meet her at the airport? Mm-hmm. But if he knew, unless he knew he was being followed, but if he knew he was being followed, right. why didn't he just take the money and run? And then right. he could have called her from Tahiti or something. Yeah. Like, like nothing added up. Mm-hmm. And so then he gets on to the, the running portion of the 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 Iron Man, he does swim swimmingly. Yeah, he's oh, fine. He, well, they get out of the water from swimming, and then the hula band is just showing up yeah. to play music. For exactly. Them. I was like, how long did it take you to go five miles? These mother effers just swam across <laughs> five miles across this. Well, no way. Unless traffic is really bad. Everybody else was there. That's true. Everybody else was already Everybody, there. What, Everybody what, were those, was, yeah. what were that band doing? They were like running with their amps across the sand. Like, gotta yeah. get a plugged in. <laughs> maybe they stopped for food. Because maybe. Because <laughs> those those swimmers are really gonna wanna <laughs> wanna hear this. Woo! And we're, watch us lay. <laughs> we're yeah. doing rock a hula again. <laughs> <laughs> They're hula rocking mamas. And yes, that is a real workout. Yeah. So it's he, called hula rocking mamas, guys great you yeah. should try it oh yeah i'm yeah. a hula rocking mama. i'm a hula rocking mama yeah i did that it was great <laughs> it was good that yeah, was fun i yeah. did it with you i know it was fun 
so he basically he, he gets to the bike portion of, of it. He is in the dumbest helmet I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't know how that's supposed I don't to know protect how his pre- head. I don't know how it protects his head. It's like it almost looked like like a weird sex device thing. <laughs> like it was weird. It had straps. Right. Kind of like Scorpius from a Yeah. <laughs> Farscape. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is like Magus but his hair, hair was coming out like, of the seams. Yeah, it comes out of the seams. It was weird. I don't know. Was that... I've never seen a helmet like that before. And, like, people in the 80s were not like, or we could just cover his whole head. <laughs> no, no, we want to see his glock. No, we, we want to see his glock. No, this looks cooler. <laughs> it's not aerodynamic. No, it's and it not. won't protect you from anything. No. But here you go. You're welcome. <laughs> so they get on this uh, bike trail, and they start going through the Austin Memorial Gardens. Yeah. Which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they get past it, and then when they when he when they're coming out of the gardens, freaking TC is counting up the people ahead of Mags. He counts thirteen people ahead. Yeah. And we find out later on mm-hmm. that this had a record number of participants. Yes. And only thirteen people are ahead of him. That he is, is doing impressive. a phenomenal yeah. job. Yeah, I was thinking that as I was watching, I was like, wow, this is really impressive. And and TC's like, bull Yeah, he's so <laughs> angry that Magnum's losing. You're losing. And, and I'm like, like holy Are you kidding me? He's doing holies. so good. He's only in thirteenth place out yeah. of like hundreds. Yeah. But then that's a, when he, after he gets through the gardens, that's when he realizes, oh, those gardens are only open for this race. Yeah, so he turns around, and they're like, no, Magnum, you go on the wrong way. And, and uh, Huggins starts going into, like, oh, I've seen this before. He, like, With again, elephants and Raja. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. It, it, everything that Huggins said was just nonsense. Nonsense. It was just, it was like <laughs> an encyclopedia with Tourette's. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just... Just started spouting off information. Like, randomly. That yeah. made no sense. And, he's in, and he was in, like, a weird, like, lethargy. Yes. Where he was just, like, not rushing to no. anything. No. He's just, just... It was so weird. So weird. So he goes back. And this was, like, some of the best parts of the of the show for me. Mm-hmm. When he, he rides his bike. Now, he's he's already swam... As we said, he's done the swimming and a marathon. And he's mm-hmm. ridden probably 25 miles on a bike. Mm-hmm. So when he gets back to the gardens, he's like... He's, like, dead. His legs aren't moving. He's barely crawling around. And I was like, yes, this is how it would be. Oh, and I know what part that I started laughing. There's a part where she gets attacked at one point when she was training him and they were jogging. And he turns around and he goes, beauty is pain. No, no, beauty knows no pain because that was her training slogan. Because he had already run, like, 10 miles. Yeah, she's like, beauty knows no pain. And so I tell everybody when I'm training them. (laughs) <laughs> so he goes back there and she fended off those people really well she did now knowing those are the treasury people though I'm like yeah. what are you guys doing yeah why are you abducting her because like later on they just flashed their badge like couldn't you have just flashed your badge then no of, like, no they had to look super creepy, creepy and abduct a woman because this writer hates women this writer hates women <laughs> I'm impressed she was able to put up a fight to be quite honest anyway Roger doesn't remember where this dumb money is no and the mob guy's getting pissed mm-hmm. <laughs> Max just like falls on him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and since he can't do anything, uh, just, Barbara like, happens to be there and she grabs a bucket and starts like beating the crap out of this mafia guy. But it's like hitting Magnum too. So yeah. she's like beating up Magnum too. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much it. It's the end of the, the show. Mm-hmm. They're back at Magnum's place. He's like cradled and he's got yeah. like bandages on his feet and he's just yeah. like dead. Yeah, because uh, you would be. And they're all watching uh, the news mm-hmm. where basically we learn, like, I don't know, he's going to give the money to the feds. He's yeah. going to get a reward. Mm-hmm. These people got captured. And then they're showing, like, highlights of the race of the day. Yeah, and then they show Magnum riding back off with a huge Island Hopper shirt on. So TC got all of his, his marketing public. He in. got tons of publicity, yeah. made him look like cool and like renegade and crazy and it's like that's all i wanted was to have Mm -hmm. my name out there Mm -hmm. and then they turn to max and he's asleep yes exactly yes so that's about it and that's the season finale guys that's a weird season finale right it doesn't feel like a season finale at all yeah and too when he's talking about the mafia and stuff like rick and tc are the ones bringing it up and he's like i'm not gonna assume anything yeah 
Well, what are you talking about, man? All you ever do is assume stuff. He just assumes everything. And again, he doesn't do any investigative no. work in this at all. Or in really any episode. <laughs> no, I know. But I mean, like, Let's be fair. Specific, he has not earned the I right. in Magnum Pi. No, he's Magnum Privates. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know why that made me chuckle. <laughs> but like, he doesn't really do anything. In this episode. And then this woman, she just keeps withholding information yeah. from him that he needs to, like, do what he needs to do. Exactly. So it's... Do it's, his business. Do his business. <laughs> Speaking of business, they talk about bad guano a lot. Yeah. What was, was that about? That was so weird to me because he... Okay. He says it the first time when he's talking to her, when he's consoling her on the beach. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, so he stuck $2 million in a bag of bad guano, like fertilizer. Right. And saved it. And then at the end of the show, mm-hmm. TC, when they have on the news program mm-hmm. that um, about the, the Iron Man, he's like, he turns his chair around because he's a big baby. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to watch this bat guano. And I'm like, what a weird. What a weird thing to say. Like, I, I, was, I already thought it was weird that he specifically thought the fertilizer was bat guano. Right. But, but I was like, okay, maybe. maybe. I'm like, I don't know enough about fertilizer. Maybe, right. like, the good stuff is bat guano, which is probably uh, maybe true. Manure is, is yeah. fine. I would think manure. Yeah. That would be yeah. my first thought. Manure. But then at the end of the episode, this dumb writer was like, I like that bat guano line. <laughs> so I'm gonna, and since I can't say bowl S, mm-hmm. I'm going to say bat guano? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's like they share the same brain. These three guys just share the same brain. I don't know. Ever since Nam, I don't know what happened. <laughs> well. No flashbacks again. I nope. haven't had a flashback in a long go It's time. been a long time, and I'm not appreciating that. I'm not appreciating mm-hmm. it either. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much, uh, that's the season, like we said, that's the season finale. Yep. Season one's finale of Magnum Pie. Yep. How did you feel about the episode? Be honest. Mm-hmm. I thought the marathon thing was kind of interesting. It's I o- learned a lot about the Iron Man marathon, more many, so than I ever knew. How, ma- it's, how many miles? It's five miles of swimming, <laughs> 26 miles of running, and 100 miles of biking. Wow, that's that's cool. impressive. And yeah. you know what? I will know that for the rest, rest of, of my your, days. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, like, it's yeah, always fun to learn something new. I always, the stronger episodes of Magnum P.I. Mm-hmm. to me are the ones where it's just being dumb. Right. Not good, but like. Mm. They're more enjoyable when they're just being stupid. Right. And this was very stupid. You think? So <laughs> it was more enjoyable to me. I mean, it's certainly more enjoyable than the Virgin one or Ugh. China Doll. Oh, my God. You know, or any of those garbage episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, this reminded me more, not quite, but more of like the Children of the Corn Right. One. That one was We fun. had a nice, um, Barbara was kind of like a funny yeah. kind of quirky character to have okay. involved in the whole thing. But like. Also, saying all that, everyone was, like, acting out of character. Right. Rick and TC were way more supportive than they normally yes. are of Magnum. Like, mm-hmm. they weren't giving him as much crap as they normally give him. Yeah. Higgins, like, the, the, the writer didn't know what to even do with Higgins. Nope. Like he had just no like, idea. He's just like, I'm just going to have him say stuff. We have to have everybody here. This is the season finale. Yeah. So everybody has to be in the same scene at all times. Yeah, but I, there's no real reason for Higgins mm-hmm. to be here. What is he going to say? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He'll give some information about the first marathon right yeah. now. Like, okay, sure. Um, but, and, and Mag, and then again, everyone like having so much faith in him that he was going to win this thing. Exactly. Like, that was, was weird. Just, it was weird. It was weird. I'm like. Again, it was like the horse thing with yeah. the dog, like the horse dog thing, mm-hmm. where we were like, you guys didn't make fun of him for the mm-hmm. dog, but you're going to make fun of him for the horse. Right. It's the same thing where they're like, you guys made fun of him for the boat race, mm-hmm. but. But not for the Iron Man race. But not for the Iron Man. The Iron Man is like, from what I know, is like one of the hardest races yes. you could possibly do. Exactly. And these people are not only like, you're going to, you can do it. Yeah. They're like, you're going to win it. Yeah. So. It's, it's insane. Oh, and the other scene that kind of made me laugh was when uh, TC was describing their different muscle. Like, right. And, and TC he was like, was like I'm shiny and big muscle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, laugh. you know what? You are shiny and big muscle. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't think, T- I think TC's in excellent shape, but he's yeah. not in shape. No, he's not an endurance runner. No. No, no. He's, no. he's yeah, yeah. No. He'll kick your he's ass. He's a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, and didn't you have a correction about a dead bunny or something? Yes, I did. Okay. So in the last episode of Magnum P.I., after they had gotten back from the greasy Fat Joe's diner or whatever, 
And Hugs was giving him a whole bunch of information mm-hmm. about people who had called. Because, right. as you recall, his phone was disconnected. And one of the women who called said, the rabbit has died. Okay. And you and I did not know what that meant. No, I had no idea. And the characters started laughing, and we were like, I don't understand why they were laughing. Okay, I looked it up. Okay. The rabbit has died is actually an expression, mm-hmm. and I guess we are just too young to know it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, it was an Hooray ex- for youth. <laughs> Yay! Yay for ignorance! <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it means a woman is pregnant. And that there, the bunny has died? Yes, and I'll explain why the bunny has died. Okay. So there used to be a pregnancy test. This is actually fascinating in a cruel and inhumane way. Okay. An old-timey pregnancy test uh-huh. was to take a woman's urine. Okay. If she was suspected of being pregnant, they would take uh-huh. her urine, uh-huh. and then they would inject it what? into the rabbit. How? Did they have hypodermic needles? Uh, yeah, I guess If this would, is an old-timey thing. Yeah, I guess they would just do, they would put it in a syringe shoot up a rabbit. If the rabbit died, so what you're looking for is the rabbit to die. Yeah, because you're but shooting if you're shooting urine. anything into a rabbit, you could be shooting air holes, which will cause a clot and they'll die I anyway. Mean, I mean, like, are you are you getting the air holes out of your urine? I don't know. If you're using urine, I can't no, imagine. No, because, like, you, like, you know why they tap the syringes? Sound. Yeah, 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 I know. Is because they can't put air bubbles into your veins. If they do... You will die. Well, and, well, I'm, and so my maybe point, they were doing that to the rabbits. Well, my point is if you're injecting someone with urine, you're not doing anything medically sound anyway. No, they're going to so, either be super sick <laughs> or they're going to die. So if the rat, so, and like, I think it was like regardless, but mm-hmm. if the rabbit died, mm-hmm. hence the expression, it meant the woman was pregnant. So when Higgins tells him the rabbit has died, he's essentially saying, the woman's told him the rabbit has died which means he has knocked someone up. So, hey, guys, not only is he a womanizer, he's an absentee father, too. Wow. <laughs> God, I hate Magnum. I guess it's just never followed up. Never followed up. Well, who knows how many kids he has running around. But isn't that weird about the rabbit thing? That's so gross. I think I learned that, like, on, I think I found that, like, on Urban... Um, Urban Dictionary? Urban Dictionary. Yeah. So, you know, if you don't believe me, go ahead and look it up, but that's... that's that is gross. That is gross. That Why is people, foul. Why would people do that to a rabbit? I don't know. And like, like <laughs> if you got baby hormones, it'll kill a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why was it? Who is the doctor? Doctor, I'm using in quotes. <laughs> oh, who, is, who is like, you know what? I bet your pee will kill this rabbit and it'll tell us if you're pregnant. <laughs> I mean, it's, it goes into all the psychotic ways we like, we learn like foods are good for you. It's like, it's like pee in this cup. I'm going to inject this rabbit. <laughs> and if I have a suspicion... That if it dies, it means you're pregnant. You can eat these fern fronds only if they're boiled three times. <laughs> like, who does that? Yeah, so, like... Who is the person experimenting? Well, like, eating, eating a eating a fern frond <laughs> a after four, two boiling still you. kills you. But you want to try it after three boiling, then you can eat it. Yeah. Why are you trying to eat this thing that'll kill you three times? <laughs> well, my three friends are dead. But I'm feeling lucky. I'm feeling lucky on this fourth time. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Anyway, people are dumb for the most part. Yeah. Uh, not you guys are listening to no, us. No, for sure. Okay, let me ask you this then. How do you feel about Magnum P.I. Season 1? You finished it. You did it. I did it. I feel like I completed the Iron Man Marathon. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm feeling good. This was not an easy. <laughs> this was not I had you patting my brow. <laughs> Throughout all the episodes. Like, I got it, I got it, I got it's like, it. like, I got this, I got this. And you're like, come on, Rocky. And I was like, I got this, I got this. Because I call you Rocky. Yeah, because you call me Rocky. Come on, Rocky. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got this. I got this. All right, honey. That, that's my Sylvester Stallone. Our impressions <laughs> have been terrible today. <laughs> Mine is top. And I'm usually really good with my Stallone. I don't know. So we get in front of this microphone, and so all of a sudden we just, uh, we just go terrible. nuts. Our brains <laughs> stop working. But yeah, like so. So now you've act, like seriously, you finished the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you you do. You, I mean, I'm finished the season. And you're finished forever. I'm finished. You have no inclination to be like, nope. What happens after this? Nope, Dunzo. <laughs> Except for the the two episodes. Except for the promised. crossover and the <laughs> series finale. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's why I'm super stoked. I see the finish line, man. <laughs> I am. I am feeling. Glad to be done with it. Mm-hmm. I I mean it was it was a fun experiment. I mean we're not quite done, right? But it was interesting to watch something that was such a phenomenon at yeah, the time. There's yeah. not too many shows that kind of like 
And I don't think really anymore because everything's so spread out now right. in terms of like, I mean, like, I guess you get your Game of Thrones, but that's not really the same thing. I no, it's think. definitely not. There's no Ferraris. Or <laughs> 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 dirt. But like, I mean, like, or I think. Or Hawaiian shirts. I feel like maybe Friends. Mm-hmm. Was maybe the last show that you think? Ha- I like don't know. I don't know. A I big think cultural. I think that can be debated. What do you think? Of the last your opinion. One? My everything you're saying. <laughs> everything you're saying. But well, I mean, it was interesting to see something that was like a huge cultural touchstone mm-hmm. uh, for people, and to watch it with 2019, mm-hmm. well now 20 right. eyes, and you know, just see how much garbage it is. It's been almost 40 years since these episodes came out. Almost 40 years. And you know what? A lot has happened in 40 years. A lot has happened. Not enough, but a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've we've come so far, which is nice. Yeah. But it's really hard to watch these with that minus 40 years of cultural growth that we've experienced Mm -hmm. and really be entertained by it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, somehow we're making this entertaining. I don't know how. Are we? Are we? Are we? Oh, we have listeners who say we do. Oh, so. nice. Well, then, they so. know better than I do. But, <laughs> they find us entertaining. But in the meantime, uh, I hope you all have a wonderful week. You mm-hmm. can still get us at Twitter, at MagnumSheWrote. You can get us on email, mm-hmm. MagnumSheWrote at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And remember, this is not ending. Ooh, just no. the content is ending. Yeah. yeah we, Your we RSS still... feed will just be updated to our next uh, show, next which thing. is Piloting the Pilots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Featuring Casper Van Diemen. And if you want to watch along next week, we'll be watching the first part of the two-part uh, crossover. Ma- crossover, which I believe mm-hmm. is a Magnum PI episode. I think the first Ugh. one's a Magnum and the second one's a murder she wrote. Are you kidding me? Nope. I'm not kidding you. Man. Well, we better see lots of Miss Fletcher. <laughs> we better see a lot of her in a bikini. In a bikini. <laughs> if I don't get my Jessica Fletcher in a bikini, I'm going to be so angry. <laughs> Let's objectify her. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, love ya. Have a great week. Love ya. Bye.